Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I've been doing film reviews since 1996, and you can read all of my written work, over 3,800 reviews to read anytime you want at my website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I'm going to be looking at Criminal today. It's an action thriller, a little bit of sci-fi in there as well. It's an R-rated film because of strong violence and language throughout. It runs an hour and 53 minutes. The main star is Kevin Costner with sizable supporting roles going to Gary Oldman, Gal Gadot, Tommy Lee Jones, Horty Moya, a kind of an extended cameo for Ryan Reynolds, Anche Trow, Michael Pitt, Alice Eve, and Scott Atkins are also in the film. The director is Ariel Verman, and the screenplay is by Douglas Cook and David Weisberg. Perhaps it's fitting that the generically titled Criminals plot centers around a man who is quite literally conflicted about who he's supposed to be when the film itself suffers from the same conflict. This one's directed by Ariel Roman, who also directed The Iceman to some critical acclaim just a couple of years before. He's working here from a script by Douglas Cook and David Weisberg, and their film is all over the place. Sometimes it's an action vehicle, at others an espionage thriller, an exploitation revenge flick, a little bit of sci-fi B-movie in there, at its core, it wants to be a popcorn blockbuster, and at times, it's also an emotional family drama. But rarely are any of those places where it does end up going where one wishes it could. Some pretty good actors do the best they can trying to sell what I would consider to be a misplaced James Bondian plot. A lot of these forced motivations and unconvincing dialogue also sinks the film, despite the actors. Individual moments do work. I did like some of the smaller moments, but the entire movie does threaten to tank whenever the ludicrous premise comes back to remind us that we are watching one spectacularly idiotic movie. As far as the plot goes, Criminal starts with Ryan Reynolds as a CIA super spy named Bill Pope. Pope is on assignment in London, but soon finds himself surrounded by murderous assassins who are working for an international super-terrorist from Spain named Xavier, the anarchist Heimball. Heimball is looking for a man named Jan the Dutchman Stroop. Stroop is a genius hacker who's managed to infiltrate American defense systems and control the launch and destination of nuclear missiles. And Heimball hopes to coerce Stroop into his plot to rid the world of the governmental corporate chokehold that he thinks is responsible for all of the world's ills. Pope is tortured for info when he is captured and then he's offed. But Pope's boss in the CIA, named Quaker Wells, who's played by Gary Oldman, he knows that nearly every life on Earth is going to hang in the balance of getting that vital information that only Pope had. So he decides to throw the equivalent of a Hail Mary by bringing in a scientist named Dr. Franks, played by Tommy Lee Jones, to perform the first human memory transplant from one person to another after having successfully done that in animals over the years. So they're going to need a guinea pig, and that's where Jericho Stewart, a violent psychopath currently incarcerated, comes into play. He's a lifetime ne'er-do-well who's been selected as the recipient of Pope's memories thanks to a traumatic accident as a kid that left him with a less-than-developed frontal lobe, (laughs) though that clean slate that he has also means that he has a lack of morality or emotion as a result. After the operation, Quaker Wells grills this new hybrid of a man, but the mentally jumbled Jericho manages to escape 
With a tenuous grip on his sanity and an implanted memory of a tote bag full of cash that propels him to finish the job that Pope was meant to, though his newfound knowledge makes both government agencies and terrorist organizations as big a threat to his continued existence as Jericho himself does to the public at large. Wow, what, what a plot. As silly as this all seems, Costner does jump into the role headfirst. He stops just short of Nicolas Cage kind of crazy and manages to retain a shred of humanity from within Jericho thanks to Pope's injected conscience. It does make him the most repulsive anti-hero to still end up rooting for. And I, I suppose I should let you know that Cook and Weisberg, the screenwriters, also wrote the screenplay for Michael Bay's The Rock, which featured Nicolas Cage. So it should come as no surprise to learn that they actually scripted Criminal with Cage in mind. The normally sure-footed Gary Oldman here, unfortunately, comes across as an overactor. Tommy Lee Jones, on the other hand, goes the opposite way and pretty much sleepwalks through this film. Ryan Reynolds... He's not even on the poster. He's so I insignificant because he's only in the first mm, 10 or 15 minutes. One wonders why they even bothered to cast someone of his widespread appeal. And in addition to that, it's kind of confusing. It makes you wonder why he's appeared in another memories implanted into someone else's body, but having to hurry to complete a quest before one of his two sides has gone forever plots just a year after he appeared in the movie that had an identical premise called Selfless. Only Kevin Costner and Gal Gadot, who plays Pope's grieving widow, managed to emerge with performances that occasionally bring the film to life, especially when they play off of each other. Despite it all, Criminal could have worked, I think, if someone at the helm would have realized that the plot didn't need to put the world on the brink to have tension. If they kept things personal, that would have been infinitely more convincing. If you had just having Psycho Jericho have to save Pope's family from harm, that would have been enough. And given that Kevin Costner and Gal Gadot are the best things that are going for the film, it might have actually resulted in a passably recommendable, modest action thriller instead of what it ends up being, which is an overblown and overlong and highly preposterous one that's only fun to occasionally jeer at. As it stands, I think that Criminal's too wildly far-fetched to take seriously, even for a second, and that relegates whatever stakes the film tries to build up as nearly non-existent. And by the end of the film, you realize that it seems to be setting up for the possibility to turn this entry into an absurd action franchise, one that features a loose cannon special agent with an uncontrollable temper, but I think that most viewers who see Criminal will think that they should lock up any unproduced scripts that they have in store and toss away that proverbial key as the memory of this entry fades with each passing day. I'm giving Criminal two stars out of four, and two stars out of four on my scale means that it is lacking something vital that keeps it from being something that I could wholeheartedly recommend to even genre enthusiasts, and that thing that it's lacking really is credibility, plausibility, and some sort of unique vision. It seems to be a mishmash of all sorts of other things that have worked successfully in other films, and it ends up being at odds with itself, just like its main character, a Frankenstein of a movie.
Two stars out of four for Criminal. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes or any place else where you can leave a review, I do encourage you to do that and let other people know what you think of the show. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name. Until next time, I do hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. 